0: Welcome back, everyone, to a very special episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, here to remind you that here in New Jersey, Shinra keeps the lights on. Mm-hmm. Joined, as always, by my
1: co-host... Once again, I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and my sword hand twitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back again, I'm Fire emblemed up, and I am excited for Dan to help me relive my high school emo phase with this film. Well, yeah, we will, we will get into that,
0: um... Obviously, uh, th- this is this is technically an anime movie that we yeah. are watching today. Yeah. It is animation out of Japan, and you so can't I say
1: was, anything about it. <laughs> it is it is classified
0: as such. Um, but really, I, I I had the idea to bring this to the podcast, uh, and this is this is another one of my PR apologies. Mm. I had the idea to bring this to the podcast because I was so disappointed with The Incredible Melting Man yeah. that I went home and I I had, like, a
1: midlife crisis you after that You said, how could episode. I damage control this dead? It wasn't that bad. It was in our Sinister Sixes. So. It was just so boring, and yeah, I'm it like... It wasn't that boring. We it, made fun with it. In my attempt... i listened to the episode.
0: I liked it. it. It was just like, in my attempt to get revenge on you, I well, might have overcorrected... You shot and yourself just, in the foot. ...and just picked such a boring movie that that I... You know, yeah. that's so, how
1: I felt about Popeye back in the day. So, okay. Yeah. well, I understand the burden yeah.
0: of that, but, but this, this was, uh, you know, before crisis and after crisis, if you will, mm. uh, was, was the decision to bring this uh, to the podcast because I wanted something dramatic. Yes. I wanted something to, you know, bing, zang, zoom, get the people <laughs> talking and, uh, this 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 4K Blu-ray went up on sale. And I I'm can't like, even imagine watching it in this quality. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to. I'm used uh, to the iPod screen. <laughs> same for me. We are our, our previous experience with today's subject was both in shitty resolution, probably in high school, mm-hmm. probably on either an iPod or a laptop. So today is yep. going to be it, it's going to be like watching it in IMAX by like yes. comparison. Um, but we will get into that. Uh, but before we do,
1: do we have any, you know, anime life or video game news I do. to get to? I have a, quite a few things to share today, so if we shall round-robin once more and alternate. Of course, the mood suits us. So, first off, uh, I watched some more Junji Ito Maniac. Mm-hmm. A few more episodes, one unsettling, one kinda dumb. Um, but that's kind of the, the common fare of these things, I mm-hmm. guess. As I as I mentioned last week, it, it's hit or miss with these episodes. I'm waiting for Uzumaki still. Uh, there was an interesting one where gravestones pop up, where people die in a specific town, and what happens if you move that body while it's dying before it becomes a gravestone. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. all I have to say. If that, if horror's your, your thing, check it out. Um, not for the animation or voice acting, though. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. Hmm.
0: Um, on a similar note, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, at your own caution in terms of animation and voice acting, uh, Record of Ragnarok is not dead. Hmm. They came out with a new season? At least that was what the Netflix banner said. Um, So I did watch the first season of Record of Ragnarok back in the day. Um, It was affected by COVID. Mm -hmm. It it had a lot of, like, animation shortcuts, and I think it was... I think I covered it at the time, but it was like... The the production was really hit hard by COVID, and it shows as you get into the later half of it. Uh, So I assumed that it had just been abandoned. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... There is a new season up, apparently, so with it not being dead and having more content, I'm probably going to bring it to the podcast at some point. Interesting. Uh, Because I think... I don't know uh, anything
1: about this anime, so... Well,
0: I I think that it would be interesting because in terms of how that first season operates, we could have a debate about whether or not it's a mistake, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still, I think, uh, a goofy enough premise that we could enjoy it here. So with, you know, with it in mind that
1: it's still going... Hmm. Might show up here in the near future. Uh, Next thing, I'm continuing watching Vox Machina Season Mm 2. And it's holding up. It's doing a very good job at continuing on the banner that the first season held. Mm -hmm. This one is definitely... Taking kind of one-off episodes to focus on individual characters, mm-hmm. which I like. So we get, like, a Grog, we get a, a Calith, and we get a, a Vexalia episode. And I like how in one of them, there's, like, oh, a character's dead, we can't bring them back, I'm gonna have to sign up to be a patron for this deity. Mm-hmm. And I always like that plotline in d plot lines. plotlines. Uh, I like uh, sorcerer builds, so that's kind of what I build my storylines around if I ever play DD when I dabble. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I enjoy. And I was like, ooh, this is... Fulfilling my niche. Of course. Scratching my itch, Dan. Yeah, I I need to catch up with those
0: episodes, but... Um, well, I, we watched the first See, three. Oh, we did? Last... That was last week? I think so, yeah. I don't
1: even remember putting them on. Yeesh. Um, uh,
0: but... Mm-mm. But, yeah, so That's I, what I need what the alcohol
1: to, will do to you, Dan. need to <laughs> catch up the on the...
0: Whatever the, the newest one <laughs> Stir the <laughs> senses. <is. laughs> um... I did not watch much this week aside from JoJo. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched plenty of JoJo, um, but I did also start Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Oh. <laughs> um, a new season came out. Uh, they've kind of updated the animation style in term like, so that it's more similar to that Star Wars Tales of the Jedi show that I mentioned, where it's kind of the, um, if I can say this correctly, the like Thunderbirds style character models, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of detail, like, they all have a more, like, painterly color palette now mm-hmm. with, like, brush strokes almost, so, I don't know, It, it they, they seem to be going that route with their animated stuff, and I like it. It, yes. it's, it, it adds a lot more visual pop to everything, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, that that should be entertaining so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get around to watching the latest Trigon episode, mm-hmm. but I know my my uh, my priest boy shows up in this one because mm-hmm. the internet has taken it by storm, and I can't wait to get there. I will be resuming that this week. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, you know, I'm preparing a certain series to show off during our pizza party. Of course, of course. So stay tuned, audience, and Dan. Yeah, whatever no. could that be? I'm excited. I've actually been rotating. Yeah, what- i I've, I've been thinking of one one's flipping and flopping back and forth. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. no, it's exciting because there's there's
0: there's so many uh and I'm I'm finding others and I'm like, uh, yeah, which one of these would be better or mm-hmm. more fun
1: to um you know, not that any of them will be excluded if they're yeah. not featured yeah. there. But I mean, we're keeping yeah. this podcast until Zatch Bell's released on Blu-ray. That's one of, of my one of my tenants in your contract, Dan. No, of course. Yeah. And then I, I mean, ideally,
0: someday I would want Legend of the Galactic Heroes to be released in not a seven hundred dollar pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be that would be ideal. But mm-hmm. who are we to make demands? No, so?
1: no that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm, uh, the Oscars. The noms came out, and aside from snubbing Viola Davis and Daniel Detweiler, Mm -hmm. I think it's the best Oscar noms we've seen in a very long time. I very much agree. Yeah, I'm going to be watching. I'm invested. I will too, uh, if I'm in the audience, and I bet you they're going to make a a me... (laughs) Insulting Dan's wife joke again? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna flank that cow. They're gonna have troopers around that stage, mm-hmm. like the the yeah. Oscars armored, like the uh, Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna have the the their their you know special battalion Oscar troopers mm-hmm. are going to be flanking the because they can't they can't risk that again. Yeah. But
1: I, yeah, no, I'm actually for once kind mm-hmm. of excited. And so. A24 is shining at last. With eleven Oscar noms for Everything Everywhere All At Once, mm-hmm. The Whale's got some, After Sun's got some. It's an A twenty four year, except for horror. Uh I shared a few TikToks that I'm kind of upset that Pearl didn't get a nom. Yes. Um because I think Mia Goth is really, you know, putting her whole Gothic into this. her, uh, her horror roles. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
0: No, I, I kind of get... In everything
1: mm-hmm. you've sent me, I kind
0: of mm-hmm. get that, like, dedication to it.
1: And I I think it's a shoo-in. I don't want to jinx anything that Everything Everywhere All at Once is going to sweep a lot of the categories, which I'm perfectly happy with. I hope so. That movie has changed my life, uh, showing you, and uh, watching it ever since, you know? I... You
0: yeah, know, I don't want to jinx anything either. I... I would really be really happy if Brendan Fraser gets. Yeah, the I best think
1: he actor. could too. I hear I haven't seen The Whale yet, but mm. I hear it's kind of like misery porn at some points. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as I, I I'm happy Brendan Fraser's back, and I would accept that yeah. that that as well. I think it's also a Cate Blanchett, Michelle Yo race that Michelle Yeoh is leading. Um, but I could see either of them winning because you still have to watch Tar. Yeah, I do. Tar really was it for me, and then quite
0: quite notably as as many i you've shared a few of the tiktoks but i've encountered them mm-hmm. on film talk as well mm-hmm. uh the the anita riseborough mm-hmm. or anna riseborough yeah. controversy yeah. where she she might have gotten her celebrity friends to to like stack the votes stack the votes yeah. and no one's sure just like sure. how i
1: won prom king exactly <laughs> <laughs> through flattery uh, uh it, it,
0: but yeah it was it, that happened, mm-hmm. and no one is quite sure if if that is. It's not. I don't think against any, but it's like bad practice. Like, like yeah. you're not it, forbidden it, yeah. from campaigning. You well, look, but you're look like, at
1: how Barbara Streisand did it. She won in a tie. Yeah, and she cast the final vote. Yeah, for herself. So it's so, a fucky you know, system. Yeah, but
0: it it was it was kind of one of those things where it's like, like they they seemingly. Broke the loose rules of of the pirate code <laughs> yeah. to get this nomination, mm-hmm. but were the rules that good to begin with? We yeah. don't know because obviously a lot of people did get snubbed. Yeah. But uh, it. Um...
1: And usually I poo poo the Oscars, but this year with so many like Asians represented, yeah. and you know it, it just feels good. And a lot of like films that I've seen, mm-hmm. I will be checking this out. I anticipate cringe. I anticipate staying up till eleven o'clock. Maybe taking the next day off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because that's too late for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be watching this year. Of course. Most yeah, definitely. As will I. Not the Super Bowl, but the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I did watch the last Giants game. It was the oh. first game that I had turned on. Because <laughs> there was like a hope that they could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that was dashed. They lost by a significant margin. Yeah. Huh. Um, and uh but I got Ash winning, becoming world yeah. champion. So, so that's the only yeah. thing I needed. No, you didn't share. really need any more than that, then. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. These, these things can't be helped.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else to add before I go on my massive tangent? Um, I've only got one big thing left in the tank.
0: I'm assuming that your one big thing is we mm-hmm. were going to bring it up anyway. Yeah, uh, but I don't have. I personally don't have anything else. The only thing that I mm-hmm. that I can provide is that um, a lot of rumblings going around that maybe we can anticipate something on the next Pokemon Day. Oh. Uh be it I hope it's
1: not another game.
0: <laughs> I would assume not. Maybe the the DLC. We got the we got the leaker people on Twitter who are like the DLC's going to change your life, yeah. You'll like this winky face and we'll mm-hmm. see what pans out yeah. with that. Um but uh but yeah other than that i think it was just that like ash misty and brock are back together silen came oh, back okay. for an appearance all right they're uh, ending
1: those episodes i think i take it
0: uh, i think there's like i think there's like 6 or 7 okay. more all right. like they're just going like ash misty and brock are going meeting up it up yeah ash's pokemon are rotating out through the years that's fun
1: we need to see those yeah it'd be a fun time to revisit them
0: i would certainly bring those ones to the podcast because that's like a short that's only 13 episodes i think so but so far we've been good yeah (laughs)
1: um is it time for me to speak dan Uh, go for it so another game has released Mm -hmm. in the massive flood of games that we have currently and coming since um fire emblem engage yes and i am a fire emblem fan uh, I've been since Awakening. Awakening was my first one, but I've returned to older games at the behest of old friend John Caffiero. Mm-hmm. And, uh, newer games i played every once since. That's come out. Mm-hmm. Purchased the, the deluxe edition for each. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could say I'm a Fire Emblem fan. Yeah. yeah. And Engage? It's good. It's good. <laughs> you're, you're, it's you're, good. You're, it's you're, fine,
0: Dan. <laughs> you're, you're given like a wine mom. <laughs> About to be publicly
1: embarrassed. What, what, what was that? What was that there? What was that? <laughs> Listen. On the outside, the veneer its everything Jonathan would want. You're plopped into an anime world. You're given these magic rings, uh-huh. possessing all the himbos and himbas. Yes, of of years past. <laughs> of years yeah. past that you could propose to yes. and be best friends with and go on zany adventures in this magical waterbrush kingdom. Mm-hmm. But there are some things behind the veneer okay. <laughs> that irk me. Not don't ruin the game. It's what I expected with Fire Emblem Fair. Mm-hmm. But much like Pokemon, I expect intelligent systems to learn from their past games, especially given the success of Three Houses yeah. and everything that game did right. And implement them here as well. Just, mm-hmm. slight, just slight things. I'm not asking for the same game. I love that they're switching up the formula. Like, I'm very back and forth on this game. I just needed to rant on the podcast. So if you no, of course permit so. me, allow me to do so, Dan.
0: By all means, I'll have some thoughts when you're done. But, yeah, but go uh, on. Yeah.
1: Fire Emblem Three Houses. Loved it. Too long. Four separate storylines. That's all I'm going to say. But other than that, yes. it did a great job. It it, it had fantastic characters, wonderful supports, uh, the school system that you would go back and eat and learn and take classes with and build connections with each of them. That was fine. I love that. Mm-hmm. And each separate storyline told a greater chunk of the story, All of Fates, but well. Yes. Uh, Fates didn't do that as good. Yes. This one is a return to form to classic Fire Emblem games. So there's only one path you could take through the game, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I accept that. I like that. Um the characters some are good <laughs> okay some are well developed um but i would have to say that the uh, support writers they were on break during this one cuz the supports which is what usually i look forward to in a fire emblem game uh where you get like connections between your their characters that you develop by standing beside them on the battlefield mm-hmm. and you go to like c b a they're lacking in this they are not as good as they were in previous series uh games so far i've only played five hours okay but judging by this like usually you can get a feel of these things in the beginning of th- everyone's just talking about tea dan they're obsessed with tea 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 all they do is drink tea and go into battle mm-hmm. and drink tea again okay and they're so short and it's just cookie cutter cardboard Talking to one another, it's fine. There oh. are, there are a few characters that don't do this. Like, uh, I got one interaction today that was like, how do you get your muscles? All I see you do is read and fish. And I was like, all right, that's interesting. Personality. What are, the, yeah. what are these two characters doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the character designs, I love them. They're like anime to a, to a T. This one mage that I acquired, she's a princess of a distant kingdom. And she comes out, out in this huge bell-shaped skirt that you can't possibly battle in, mm-hmm. let alone run around a battlefield in. But there she is. Mop to the floor with her skirts. Need to skirts. look into them too. Yeah. yeah, the the designs are great. Uh, the story is as dumb and camp and anime as ever, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's not as serious so far as uh, Three Houses. Right. It doesn't have that emotional weight for me, even though there are a few deaths and like a, a looming. Uh, Total destruction of the Fire Emblem world, and I'd assume the engage rings come into the story. Oh, like the they en- are,
0: they are part of the plot. Yes, there's, okay. uh, there's
1: twelve engage rings, and you gotta, you gotta pull a mother three and get all the engage rings before the baddies get them. Okay, and they're swapping back between them. Like you know, I stole an engage ring. I got one here. Oh dang. But that's okay. the basic premise of the story. And within these engage rings are classic Fire Emblem heroes of the past. Mm-hmm. So you got Marth, you got Celica, you got Ike, you got, you got everybody you could expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from maybe some of your favorites, but uh, they're there. Um, the combat is pristine. They've returned to the axe, lance, sword, triangle mm-hmm. again, which they didn't do in three houses, a unique change, but it felt like returning home. I was like, oh, this is strategy. Because I'm actually playing the game on hard casual, um, because I do not want my characters to die. Uh, but hard mode is actually hard. No, of um, course. I've yeah. lost so many characters in the battle. I've been left with, like, three units at the end of each chapter, and it's just the beginning chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is challenging, and I enjoy that. Right. Um, part of me, though, wishes, like the other games, they gave us some DLC for, like, grinding, Because I like to grind out the supports. Not that I'm worried about that in this game. I think that I'm going to choose my favorite characters and just stick with them. No reason not not, to. And not worry about the rest of the goobers. Maybe watch them on YouTube or something. Or Mm -hmm. return to them in a a separate playthrough. Right. Um, But there's no new Game Plus that I know of so that stuff doesn't carry over. But the systems in here are very cool and detailed. So they give you a lot. They give you these rings that you can attach to every character. And you can level up with these different heroes and get their skills eventually. Um, something, yeah. like personas. Like, like personas, but it's far more tedious and grindy than okay. that. But I do like what they do. Like, I have, my favorite unit is Louie. He's a, a big armored man, voiced by Kiyoya from Oran High School Host Club. Right. In this game. Um, and he's very slow, but very, very st- strong. And and you give him a ring that's like a cavalier ring, and then he's zipping and zooming all around the map, doing everything you want. I was like, oh, there's, there's nuance here. There's detail. I love this. Like, I could, I could take a character and mix and match it with something that I'm not accustomed to. Yes. And make it fun. I was like, oh, that's great. And then they threw in like a gashapon thing where you can take, you can make, like, bronze, silver, and gold regular rings that don't have heroes in them mm-hmm. for your characters, but you gotta give crystals and it's, like, a, a gosh-upon mechanic. Mm-hmm. That I don't like, but I could see where it can become addicting. And you can't buy more, like, money to buy these rings. So, you gotta, like, balance your resources more than ever. Okay, yeah. Something that, yet you know, I I like a game of excess, Dan. I like being rich as... <laughs> rich as Solomon <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and having enough to do everything I would want. Not in this game, though, so I, I'm i strapped for cash. You'd
0: probably like... Another reason you'd probably like D&D is you can, you can yeah. mass a small fortune yeah. and never touch it. Well, so. I'll, I'll be uh, <laughs>
1: counting my coins in my coffers, but uh, other than that, it, the systems in place are wonderful. Like, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't change. I love taking a unit that you might not be like, oh, they would fit well as a mage or something and give them the mage ring and then they they like oh i can change their classes and adapt to that that that's great love that Mm -hmm. um the graphics are also great i like this cartoony uh very poppy color style that they're going for it's less dark from what i've seen i do too i i prefer that kind of setup to darker and grittier Mm -hmm. but yeah,
0: but, you, you, you know that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Overall, I'm enjoying it. I will say that there are some flaws. Like, I don't want... I want the supports that I need, and I want enough of the map, like, new areas to grind and stuff, just to level up everyone equally. Because I usually like to use everyone, but this game is totally like, no, no, no. We give you 80 units a chapter. I
0: mm-hmm. think there's
1: 40 in total, but I've already got, like, 20, and I'm five chapters in. And every battle has, like, 8 to 12 Right, So I'm like, I don't see how I'm possibly going to use everyone. So it makes me feel a little bit bad for these fake characters, but I enjoy it nonetheless. And I think that this will be, it is definitely the most Jonathan Fire Emblem. Mm -hmm. Because there's rings, there's zaniness, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of vacant expressions with eyes blinking. Um, You also get access to like this uh, Skyward Sword hub island called the Samuel. Which is cool. Like, you do little mini-games in between. You can fish. You can raise this weird dog thing that's there. (laughs) (laughs) That I called Somni. I was like, oh, that would be the perfect name for it. And that was the default name. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like, well, they beat me, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think I'm thoroughly going to enjoy it. I'm probably going to play chapter by chapter. Because there are a few games on the horizon that are taking my focus. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think you will, too. I would think this shouldn't be your first fire emblem game because it feels a little bit like it doesn't feel as heavy like fire emblem should have some weight to it outside the combat Mm -hmm. because the combat feels great okay yeah so Mm. (laughs) the is is that the conclusion yeah yeah yeah, i get that that's all i can talk about right now
0: (laughs) the the discourse that I have seen, as someone who has not played it, yeah. um, the discourse that I have seen either through the TikToks that you have sent along or ones that I've encountered of just people talking about video games, mm-hmm. um, I saw one that was like, did Three Houses change the trajectory mm-hmm. of of what people mm-hmm. expect yeah. from Fire Emblem? And a
1: lot of people say that these both were being developed at the same time, so... I could see that. Yeah, I could yeah. see that too, because all the script writers went to Three Houses and everyone else... Because,
0: you know, people have often cited, for better or worse, I would assume this this would be a, a good uh, metaphysical debate to have with John Kefiro, yeah. and if we ever have him on the pod. But the, the there was always the debate that the, that the Awakening era made things mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, which was not a bad thing, because no, Fire Emblem was d- dying. W- uh, it here, saved the series, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Awakening brought it back, especially for audiences over here very popular you know each I think installment has like outsold the
1: previous one except maybe Fates I don't know about that
0: I could see Fates not but they they came back after that um Samurai or Gareth which one will you pick
1: I picked both (laughs) <laughs> and I um, was sorely lacking for it. What was it, Samurai
0: Goth or Atlantis? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was kind of Atlantis themed, yeah. Yeah. It was like or pure virginal dragon Atlantis gal. <laughs> um but
0: but yeah, no, but then they're saying that like the second reckoning of Fire Emblem was is is three houses because people mm-hmm. are going to expect that that social yeah. element to be in there. Yeah. Um and People would argue, I, again, these are the arguments that I have seen, they would argue that that was never the focus, like, the combat is supposed to be the focus, Mm -hmm. the units are supposed to be the focus, Mm -hmm. and I, I guess people fear that, um, I don't know, I've seen, like, a lot of comparing and contrasting with not only three houses, but also, like, how uh awakening worked with like the the, the time children mm-hmm. thing and all of the potential there's not there's none of that in there like there's the no genealogy no time- yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah um but no I'd, I'd be interested to see if if after this one if they go back to something mm-hmm. more resembling three houses yeah um because I, I'm not entirely sure where I fall on liking uh life sim stuff mm. I think. In the case of like, I think Persona Five for me so far has mm-hmm. been so strong yeah. that that it negates it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Persona Four, I was able to like pick up and get into faster because I'm not so stressed about <laughs> those factors. Mm-hmm. So who are you going to date, Dad? <laughs> you know, like that's it, so it's it's like I'm kind of in the middle ground where it's like I don't necessarily mind it if those things aren't taken to such a level, mm-hmm. but I can see where you're coming from if they all seem cookie-cutter. Yeah. That seems... At that point, you should probably just streamline it so, you know, you still have the connections, but you don't even... You don't worry about the dialogue mm-hmm. as much. Um, but it's interesting, because people are saying, like, it because se- Three Houses was by far, I think, the highest-selling mm-hmm. Fire Emblem so yeah. far, so it it... it Again, the way that they phrased it was like, that probably introduced a ton of people to the franchise, Mm -hmm. and whether or not the remainder of the franchise kind of commits to that remains to be seen, I guess. Mm.
1: But I do like what you've said about the con, like how they they yeah. brought
0: the triangle back,
1: and it's not a bad game. Yeah, it's just it's got some flaws in it that I I wish weren't there, and I'm sure will develop as the story goes on because it has been reviewed very critically high. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that there's more depth. It's just from what I see initially, it seems a little bit, you know, less deep mm-hmm. than what I what I thought before. Right. Yeah, and I like a I like a meaty game media RPG. No, you certainly
0: do because mm-hmm. you've been you've been
1: oh. putting a lot of time into another game. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring it up. I was like, and speaking of good games that are RPGs, let me remind you. Have I ever spoken about this on this podcast? Xenoblade you know Chronicles 3. Yeah, little known indie uh, game. I'm 140 hours in and you know, I said I was almost done with chapter 6 mm-hmm. on the final chapter. No, I wasn't. There were still 10 more side quests to do that mm-hmm. I still have to do beforehand. I'm level 80. I've gotten all the 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 non post-game um um what's the word for it classes Mm -hmm. so my characters can finally change to every single class which is very interesting i had to deal with a plot line about child soldiers should we kill them should we let them live Mm -hmm. i was like oh this is making me think even though um i did recognize some of xenoblade chronicles 3's flaws and talking to Dan, i was like oh well the bosses are repetitive uh the enemies are repetitive and the storylines feel a bit you know out of nowhere sometimes you'll just be walking along and you'll stumble upon oh child soldier mm-hmm. let's address this right now before going on to the main story right. um but there are flaws but i've loved it way more than i thought i would mm-hmm. being going from a xenoblade hater to a xenoblade apologist yeah. to a xenoblade lover <laughs> 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 all in the matter of less than a year for one game a xenoblade evangelist yeah i am, so. think dan like down the line and i know it's Tedious and dumb, and there's a lot of time to be spent in this game. I think you would truly love it. I'm getting better with RPGs. Mm-hmm. I'm getting significantly like young me. Well, that's was, my talent. Being exposed to me, the radiation gets. To yeah, <laughs> it,
0: like like young me was uh totally immersed in RPGs. Then like college and post college, me less so. And I'm steadily trying to get back into them because things like One Piece Odyssey and Dragon mm-hmm. Quest Eleven mm-hmm. and all of our other goober honorable mentions on this podcast have kind of turned me around to like i gotta get back into this especially with today's episode i would hope especially with today's episode yes (laughs) we gotta we gotta we gotta bite into this but um i do want to because it it is tangentially related Mm. um i did notice that fortunately or unfortunately Mm. um you know, obviously, when a Fire Emblem game comes out, yeah. it's 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 prone to people. People are going to clown on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, think, rightfully so, <laughs> rightfully so.
0: But I think that this past week, uh, Forspoken oh. got, was the lightning rod, unfortunately oh for yeah. for people getting mad about games mm-hmm. coming out. Um, and by all accounts, that was a pretty important project to the subject of today's episode, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Like they, that was yeah. I think they're, like, CEO's, like, passion project for a while, mm-hmm. and that, like,
1: drew the ire of, like, everyone. <laughs> All these people haven't played Kingdom Hearts the entire series before, and they got m- their McNuggies heard about it, that's it. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it was... St- which I'm fine with. It's like, yeah. oh, you haven't heard corny dialogue in a Square Enix game before? <laughs> it's like, well... <laughs> I'm sitting on my pedestal, like, oh ho yeah, On your really high column chair. <laughs> well, no, it'd be your... from uh, Organization 13 Yeah, it yeah, would yeah, be, yeah, what do yeah.
0: you what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was... I, I, I don't, um... It, it's just interesting to see... Uh, I, I, guess, I guess Square Enix had, like, a pretty big investment in it, and the... According to what everyone says, the demo and the trailer do not do it justice. Mm -hmm. Like, you can, as you play through it, it's it, like, apparently has a pretty complex, like, spell... Combat system, yeah. ...system, so... And you can turn off the banter. You can Mm -hmm. turn off, like, the Marvel dialogue if you want to. (laughs) Hit that button. (laughs) Um, And it, like, keeps it to a minimum, but yeah it was it was
1: just i was just like holy shit like fire emblem like is breathing a sigh of relief well because... <laughs> that's another game where you're isekai into a world and i become the bracelet you wear. <laughs> so i mean damn like we're fine with that sort of stuff no yeah no yeah.
0: i am not gonna say i'm not i'm not criticizing yeah. it at all because uh i think i think it might be interesting to play down the line mm-hmm. but it was um but
1: yeah i, I jewelry I... come to life in video games lately yeah we and... got bracelets we got rings I was going to say, I was going to reference Disenchanted, but that was a book?
0: <laughs> that was a scroll, that yeah. wasn't a... But You, you same could
1: diff. wear a scroll on your ear, perhaps? I don't know.
0: But yeah, I, I figured I, we would mention that because, again, it's square, <laughs> and people are, are having all of these fights about what this implies for, like future Final Fantasy games? Like, was Christ, did, did Crisis Core help them balance their books <laughs> did they do for this season? Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just always fascinating because Square seems to, to draw a lot of passion from people.
1: Yeah, you stick with uh, the series you love with yeah. Square that you grew up with because you know how stupid they are. They're not gonna end the way you want them to. Yeah. They're never gonna do that. Yeah. They're not gonna meet all expectations, but you play them because you love them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Um... So, I mean, if that concludes our news segment, one small tangent, one tiny, tiny thing. I need a tiny one. Uh, Because I thought of this when I was half asleep last night. Like, I woke up and wrote a note on my phone (laughs) to just bring it up on the podcast. Like Picasso, yeah. A few episodes ago, in terms of our Pokemon art project, Mm -hmm. I referenced creating two guru lab assistants, Paz and Laz, Mm. who would be, uh, they would just take the starters that are weak and strong to yours because our our sad boy bug type rival wouldn't pick one. Mm -hmm. He has his own thing. Because he likes bugs. So I figured, uh, with what I. Introduce the concept that I introduced last week with like the folklore mons yeah, and, and the a future mons. Sci- yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sci fi, they'll serve the purpose okay. of introducing those. Yeah. Like, in one version, the one will take the lead, and they'll be like, Oh, I've been reading this stupid ghost magazine mm-hmm. about all these, mm-hmm. and then they'll guide you for all that. Right. And then, like, I th- this is unimportant, <laughs> but when I make their artwork, mm-hmm. I'll make Them lore and that, yeah. items to go along yeah, with that. Yeah. So, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Makes sense. Good cleaning up. Um. But
1: are we ready to get into this? Well, there's a meteor in the sky, dad. <laughs> it's, it's slowly descending it's, over Midgar. It's Midgar. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's,
0: draw, it's drawing closer. Oh and my gosh. Speaking of drawing, here's the drawing board. Oh. It's geostigma Edition. Oh,
1: he's so stacked with information. I don't know where to look. <laughs> uh
0: this is this might be because he went out skateboarding last week without a jacket. Oh. And that's what happens. That's why you wear that, a jacket. Didn't I? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh my god.
0: As his guardians, I'm assuming we should have kept yeah, an eye on that, from, but...
1: Yeah, uh, from Okinawa skater to steampunk rebel, and I don't know how I feel about this. Our little drawing board's growing up so quick, Dan. <laughs> but he, he is loaded with information today, because we got a lot... Like a baked potato. <laughs> we got a lot to cover. Um... And before I get into this, oh, yeah, uh, can we have some warnings? Yeah, a, a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah a don't warning. don't bash us. Yeah, don't be bad at yeah. us. Listen, I love Square Enix games. Kingdom Hearts is my forte. It's adjacent to Final Fantasy. I played yes. some of them. We'll get into that. We played Final Fantasy VII, but it was so long ago and we played the remake and loved it. If we get names wrong and we butcher some things, don't don't lambast us. Yeah, don't lambast us because <laughs>
0: it's been a while since we played yeah, Final Fantasy VI Final Fantasy 7. We are elderly, we got <laughs> <laughs> one foot in the grave we can't take we can't take criticism yeah. so just you know uh but uh on a on a serious note yes um i did my best to try to refine all of the interesting facts about the production of this movie and mm-hmm. such but like any square enix projects there is so much more yes. this is yes. only the tip of the iceberg and if you go on like even, like, like any of the wiki pages, be it the Final Fantasy wiki itself, mm-hmm. or, like, TV Tropes, or any adjacent, like, fan site, yeah. there is so much more info and so, m- like, like, a lot of details that go further into the stuff that I'm mentioning here, but it's like, I couldn't pack all of that into this because we would be here, uh... <laughs> Yeah. you know it, it, until the you know the promise land. or right? well, until so, the
1: next final fantasy 7 remake comes out so
0: <laughs> I, so again if if this piques your interest go do go look into it do go research more if like any of these trivia <laughs> strains like catch your eye mm-hmm. there is probably more to them because for better or worse Nomura and the other production crew members are very open about a lot of their design philosophies with mm-hmm. this stuff um so the information is out there uh, but this was one of those things where I was looking, and I was researching to get these notes together, and then whenever I, like, clicked into a different website, I would find, like, a bunch of other threads to go down, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, there's a lot more out there. Yeah, so, so just, world you know, building, the we're, gonna, we're gonna try to do it justice, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna get everything, yeah. but that's that's what happens. We, yeah. we, we uh...
1: We're only human. Mm-hmm. We're not ancient. Yeah. So. And all I know is I played every Kingdom Hearts game. So no,
0: and that's... imagine that timeline I live in. But that will be vital. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, there's for... a few
1: things I saw in your notes that I'm like, I've got some things to say.
0: I hoped you would. <laughs> yeah. I, I I did hope that you you would because we we do need your expertise. Yes, <laughs> finally. For once, but... yeah, at last. <laughs> um. But let's get into it. Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children is a 2005 Japanese computer animated film and the pilot project of the compilation of Final Fantasy 7 metaseries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we can get into that, we have to first go back to the 90s.
1: We gotta go back!
0: <laughs> Full House is on TV. Oh, uh, Code Lyoko. Code Lyoko. Uh, <laughs> well, that was 2000s. Eh, uh, hmm. We're already off to yeah, a terrible start. Never mind. Forgive uh, me. Yeah. But,
1: uh, you could get a fruit by the foot at every store. <laughs>
0: Around every corner. (laughs) Gushers, Capri Sun. And and just, you know, destroy your body in the process. Um, But Final Fantasy VII, released in 1997, is the seventh installment in the little-known indie franchise (laughs) Final (laughs) Fantasy. uh, Published by Square Enix back when it was still called Squaresoft.
1: I'm going to say this off the bat, not the best Final Fantasy. One of the best.
0: Of oh, course, cool. you have mentioned that it's not your fave. I like of... six
1: more. I like six, and then I like nine. It's understandable. Yeah. I'm not sure where I fall, You'd but... like nine. Yeah. Nine is yours. Yeah. I, I know just by looking at you. <laughs> 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 but yeah, seven's great. Oh shucks. Yeah.
0: Um, but again, so this is back in the Squaresoft days. Uh, the game focuses on Cloud Strife, a young man with big hair and a bigger sword... <laughs> Cloud is supposedly a former member of soldier, uh, an elite private army that that's, that serves the Shinra Electric Power Company. Operating out of the heavily industrialized, pizza-shaped city of Midgar, uh, Shinra has revolutionized energy production using its Mako reactors. Mm, but Doing a detriment to the planet itself. Uh, Cloud is hired as a mercenary by a group of eco-terrorists known as Avalanche, who have surmised that the Mako reactors function by draining the planet's life energy. The life stream, Mm -hmm. quite literally. Much Uh, like we
1: do on this podcast.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um... In the course of battling Shinra, Cloud and his friends, including Tifa, Barrett, Cat Sa- uh, Sith, uh, Yuffie,
1: I want this. Yeah, I,
0: uh, Yuffie, Vincent, the- the-, the the whole crew, Red X. Um, they uncover other dangerous experiments and schemes undertaken by Shinra. Uh, central to like these the plans- Like the Scooby Doo Gang. Gang. They just uncover human experimentation. Yeah, yeah. Abominations uh, not meant to be seen by anyone. War crimes, yeah. propaganda. Yeah, Fuck time in Minx. <laughs> Um, and obviously the story expands out of Midgar into the larger world. Uh. Um, but central to these plans is a young woman named, uh, Aerith Gainsborough. Stan. <laughs> and, uh, a young woman who is believed to be the last of a precursor race yes. known as the Ancients. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have to contend with Sephiroth, a legendary soldier who is going on a global killing spree, yeah. uh, for unknown reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, Literally the simplest yeah. like intro elevator pitch that i like, It's great. It is, yeah, you, you did a is good job. So much more complicated mm-hmm. than that. Uh, there is a lot of uh, depth and, and and machinations going on. Oh, tons. Um, but that is that is the gist of it.
1: That's what YouTube's for. Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> um, so again, as I said, the game's plot is too complex to explain in its entirety here. Mm-hmm. But you should go play it watch it on YouTube, or utilize the plot recap found on the complete we edition We may have to watch that. <laughs> it depends I mean, no, on how long we it take is. Adva- we yeah. never take advantage of these the special, special features. features. Yeah, we put the, the Blu-ray in and we're done. Uh, we have got, got physical media for a reason. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is generally regarded as one of the best video Mm -hmm. games of all time, or at the very least, one of the most famous. Uh, It helped sell the West on console RPGs (laughs) and served as the PlayStation's trump card in its battle against Sega and Nintendo. That it did. Uh, While being developed, the game actually caused a falling out between Squaresoft and Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Squaresoft was bothered by Nintendo's excessive Mm -hmm. censorship policies, uh, as well as their reluctance to switch from cartridges uh, to CD-ROMs, which had a much, much larger storage space, Mm -hmm. amount of storage space, that something like Final Fantasy VII and presumably future Final Fantasy installments would require. Um... Sony, however, was fine with publishing more mature content, and it proved to be more in line with Squaresoft's design philosophy. Mm. Uh, this move by Squaresoft and other like-minded developers is credited with making the original PlayStation a massive success. And, again, there's so much more. I, I think a lot of, like, video game YouTube channels have covered this, but this was like a schism that, like, Nintendo could have dominated like, come out of the 90s on top of the world, Mm -hmm. but this kind of fed into their competition, because they weren't willing to do mature content, and they were held back by technical, or purposely limiting themselves by these technological Mm -hmm. limitations. Um, And obviously, Nintendo had its own reasons for doing that, but this was like, if they hadn't have done this, Sony might not have had as much of a strong showing, and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have the current, like, yeah, uh, game sphere triangle yeah. that we have mm-hmm. the weapons triangle, weapons right. triangle, yeah. not counting PC. Yeah. that we have nowadays. Um, well, so, PC is
1: like the major archer type, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So so it's like this was a big deal, um, and Final Fantasy 7 was like the herald of that. Yes. Uh, then the Kingdom yeah. Hearts connection. You yeah, had to put it in for me. While Final Fantasy VII remained popular, it experienced a sudden <laughs> resurgence in attention after its characters were included in the, the 2002 <laughs> podcast favorite, Kingdom Hearts. And why I was there, <laughs> yeah? Uh, namely, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix uh, mm. had a... And CGI, you can explain, yeah,
1: CGI secret ending,
0: secret ending, CGI yeah. ending, where yeah. two characters were seen battling enemies. Yes, and it renewed interest in mm. Final Fantasy
1: VII. It was very advent children. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was there. Oh, and we'll—I yeah. mean, we'll—we'll we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those characters,
1: Roxas and Riku,
0: of course. Mm. Uh, but with all of that in mind, audiences clearly wanted more content focusing on uh, Seven's cast and setting. So something had to be done. Yeah. Then we come to the early two thousands with compilation of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. It refers to the collective series of games and stories set before, during, and after the events of Final Fantasy VII. Other installments in this series include Before Crisis, <laughs> Crisis Core, oh the Dirge of Cerberus, and Ever Crisis. And don't
1: ask me about
0: those. <laughs> Um, well. It, I've watched YouTube recaps
1: and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, before Crisis, we didn't get that in the West. Uh, that was a Japan only mobile game that ran for a long time, I think. It ran for like four or five years mm. by mobile game standards. Uh, Crisis Core, obviously, we got Zach Fair doing his thing yeah. in the, in the lead up to what happens in, in Seven. Uh, Dirge of Cerberus is, is Vincent Valentine that is yep. set up after Final Fantasy VII, um, and Ever Crisis is the upcoming, I believe, um, mm. Switch and mobile game that kind of recounts the entire Seriously? Final Fantasy yeah. VII story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other there's other material like all the the related multimedia materials that accompanied these games. Mm-hmm. This movie had a ton of tie-ins it- itself, so th- those are like the main, uh, you know tree and then it branches off mm-hmm. in a lot of ways the most recent installments under this compilation are of course the game's final fantasy 7 remake and its sequel rebirth which explore an alternate version of mm-hmm. the original game's story yeah. via time and we've
1: discussed that on this podcast at, at great length
0: yes. um the compilation era began in 2005 with today's subject, Final Fantasy VII: Advent Children. The A in the alphabetical order yes, of, uh, yeah. of Nomura's mm-hmm. grand scheme. Yeah. Um, He's got a plan. The, he does. the The film was directed by, of course, Tetsuya Nomura. <laughs> could be no other. Big fan of zippers and, and, and belts and yeah, things. And leather. Like that. Yeah. Uh, he was the character designer for the original uh, FF Seven. Uh, and written by Kazushige Nojima, who also wrote the story for the original game. The film was produced by Yoshinori uh, Kitase, who was the director mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy VII, and Shinji Hashimoto, who is a Swear Enix mainstay and a co-creator of Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. alongside Nomura, mm-hmm. of course. The film was originally conceived as a short film by Visual Works, a company used by Square to create CGI cutscenes for their video games. So they, I think they did the stuff for Kingdom Hearts, (laughs) they did the stuff in the later Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. games, things like that. Um, Nojima delivered a a 20-minute long uh, short film script focusing on Cloud and Tifa set after the events of Final Fantasy VII. Other planned compilation content was going to focus on different characters, such as Zack Fair and Crisis Core, <laughs> Vincent and Dirge De of Cerberus, etc. So this short would serve as, like, the check-in for Cloud and Tifa. Uh, it would serve as their content yeah. in this compilation. Uh, the short film gradually increased in scope until the team decided to make it a feature film instead, with the original story idea serving as its foundation at least in, like, a visual cue sense, with Cloud and Tifa having their little courier business, Mm -hmm. um, but obviously we're going to... Picking up the scraps
1: left by the first game. Yes.
0: Um, so, uh, at this point, like, Square was pretty confident in moving forward with this decision, because leaks about the short film, uh, project had already generated a great deal of buzz. So at some point, uh, it was leaked to the early internet that Something okay. involving Cloud and Tifa is in production. We can't say what, and but it's pounced. coming. And people were were getting hyped. So they figure if we just do a full movie of this, then obviously there's an audience to sell it to. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also an idea tossed around to make uh, a completely new game out of the story, uh, but Nomura decided against it because Visual Works had no experience in game development, mm. so he didn't want to, like, force that team to do this hmm. uh, on short notice. yeah. Um, motion capture is used for many of the film's battle scenes to keep them fluid and lively, I guess. Uh, even so, Nomura opted not to make the scenes too realistic because it would restrict their ability to give the film a quote-unquote <laughs> cool look. Oh, yeah? Uh, translating the characters into detailed 3T models was also difficult. Cloud's appearance in the film is the combination of eight different designs derived from his original super, <laughs> super deformed, deformed sprite. Right, yeah. uh, so, by eight different, I assume there was like eight different iterations that all fed into the cloud that we know and love today. Mm-hmm. Um. Separot's new look took over
1: two years <laughs> yeah, to develop. A lot of hair to comb down <laughs>
0: um, and refine, and the process was so daunting that Separot's screen time was actually cut back <laughs> mm-hmm. because I would assume if they had to keep going back and like refining his appearance, they couldn't afford to give him a ton of time in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there's also again, if this is if you look into trivia yeah. for this film, there's also a ton of insight into the other characters, like in in terms of. It redesigning Tifa, there was this whole thing of like, how do we, how do we keep her hot, yeah. but let her, you know, be, be the strong. bruiser of yeah. the group? Mm-hmm. And it was, and people have been having that debate about Tifa for a while. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of, if you look into the the production of the movie, there's a lot of like give and take with how everything is, you know, h- how these characters were going to translate. Mm. Um, so uh, the new characters, Kadaj, Laz, and Yazoo, Yazoo. Um, were designed uh, to represent Sephiroth's cruelty, strength, and allure, respectively. Yeah, and, and you'll have to face mine.
1: <laughs> Subsequent <laughs> episode. <laughs> when you come over one weekend, there's three different versions of a person you don't know. You'll know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> Not today. You didn't. Yeah?
0: <laughs> Representing Jonathan's beauty. <laughs> beauty glamour, cringe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's uh, inevitable. Um, Nomura felt that Advent children would differ from Hollywood movies. Uh, Hollywood movies had to... Exp- they uh, would this have, is- to have acting in them. These are hi- These are... No, no, no. These are his words. I know. They- no, no, don't, don't. I know he's crazy. <laughs> they-, they-, they tend... To- to, uh, he believed that Hollywood films tended to explain the meaning for each scene, yeah. whereas Advent children would leave things open yeah. to interpretation. <laughs> Making it <laughs> very
1: hard to dive into if you're not well-versed in everything
0: Final Fantasy VII. Um, or that different viewers could take away different uh. things. Now, obviously, we know that that's not <laughs> Like, the if game, you but, show um, Grandma this movie, <laughs> she's probably going to pass out. <laughs> she, so. Only under medical supervision <laughs> should she do that. <laughs> don't show grandma this movie. <laughs> or she might love it. Yeah, Who knows? She might oh I get it. You might make a weeb out of her. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um it, it depends on the viewer. Um Nomura okay so uh Nomura describes the film's primary theme as survival. <laughs> Uh, and Nojima also, in writing the script, placed a lot of focus on Cloud's guilt for failing to save his friends, spoiler alert, Aerith and Zack Fair, at the, by the end of the previous mm-hmm. game. Um, the version that we will be watching today is the newer Final Fantasy oh VII Advent Children Complete, originally released in April 16th, 2009. Um, I have a little extra details about this if you give me one moment, mm-hmm. um, because there was a lot to unpack here
1: everyone good out there you want to you want to have grab yourself a snack go cookie? hydrate yeah. if you yeah. have to yeah um,
0: so advent children complete is the is the final like director's cut of the movie um it adds in about like 26 extra minutes of content wow. whether or not that increases the coherency <laughs> varies it remains to be seen yeah it does clarify certain aspects of the film that were controversial at first, but it also m- might add more complications because other references to other compilation works that had been released since then were kind of added in. Um, yeah, again, so it's like a lot of extra scenes, a lot of extra dialogue. Uh, the, the, they actually did get most of the original voice actors back to record new scenes. Mm. Um, and they also went back and made visual tweaks to make things look dirtier. Uh, they, they showed, like, extra blood, extra wear and tear after the battles, um, and kind of, like, expanded existing scenes. Um, this was, like, this was announced, it was really, really hyped up, and it actually ended up boosting the sales of the PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, because, like, it initiated, like, this PlayStation frenzy, uh, in terms of new content coming out. Uh, Nomura has stated that, you know, this is the final version of the film. He is not going to, uh, again, his words, he is not going to be revisiting Advent Children again for any further updates or re-edits. Uh, this is the story as it should be taken. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into more about the release of this version uh, pretty quickly, but that is what we're going to be watching today, because we have the the 4K Blu-ray of the complete edition, and it mm-hmm. comes with all of these, like, Final Fantasy 7 bonus features, like the original story digest, um, a digest of the entire Final Fantasy 7 compilation story thus far, a documentary about the making of the movie, um, and On the Way to a Smile, episode Denzel, <laughs> oh. which gives Denzel some background mm. story. Um, then we arrive at the discourse. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Advent Children remains an extremely controversial <laughs> <laughs> installment in the eyes of Final Fantasy fans. Yes, uh, It has been said that Advent Children split the fan base <laughs> once, and then the complete version split it Much again. Much
1: like Martin Luther.
0: <laughs> the great schism. <laughs> um, so, uh, the following topics are bound to appear <laughs> whenever the film is discussed, so we should do the same. To get it out of the way, the good... The, film's <laughs> visuals, the one thing <laughs> the visuals are consistently <laughs> yeah. praised uh-huh. uh, even it still holds up pretty well today mm-hmm. um, and they were considered really revolutionary for the time and I, and I would say that if you even compare them to animated movies that came out this movie looks mm-hmm. really good yeah. so the visuals remain strong and I would also say that the film's score contains quite a few bangers we're getting a heavy metal remix of uh, One Winged Angel oh. in here among other things uh, so people do seem to like that. Uh but then we we gotta we gotta get into the controversy. <laughs> Cloud Strife. Yeah. Advent children he started nothing but strife, Dan. <laughs> nothing but strife, exactly. Uh, Advent children started what fans consider to be Cloud's <laughs> angsty slash emo era. Yeah. Uh, his personality would be defined by this movie for a long time, and this stereotype of an emo pretty boy protagonist mm-hmm. would recur in future Final Fantasy games yes. to the point where it's become like a a meme almost that when a new Final Fantasy installment is announced, it's like, oh, there's going to be a sad boy up front yeah. who's, who's got, you know, some fighting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, So, Cloud's reputation... <laughs> With the public would not bounce back until Final Fantasy VII remake was first announced. In addition to his appearance in Super Smash Bros. Because when when that trailer dropped, you remember uh, was it was the, an I, exciting. I remember where day. I was? <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember watching it. Um, you know, when he was he was teased for Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Uh, even so, those announcements purely played on nostalgia for the original game and were detached from Advent mm-hmm. Children.
1: Although there is a costume. Yeah,
0: he does keep his popular <laughs> AC outfit. Thank God, I was like hmm. in that game. Yeah. However, further layer <laughs> to the discourse is: Cloud really emo in this movie, or is he simply struggling with grief? You know,
1: that question keeps me up
0: at night. <laughs> It's, we're going to have to think harder than Citizen Kane for this I movie. I think we might, yeah. Um, this might be our first six-hour episode. The the complete cut also clarifies that the geostigma disease also has negative psychological effects. Uh, in general, complete helped to redeem this version of Cloud for a segment, a segment of the fanbase, <laughs> not the entire yeah. fan base. Yeah, a piece of
1: the pizza. Uh,
0: but again, there are arguments to be made, like, okay, this is Cloud post-losing... Yeah. Hit, like... Aerith yep. and he's dealing he's with sad. tragedy. He's, he's, depressed. he's sad. He's yeah, he's understandably sad. Um but I think people got upset that that became viewed as Cloud's only personality trait whereas in the original 7 he he's got a few more angles to him. Um he's he's like he's a nuanced character in that original game. He you know Throughout the course of the entire story, you get more insight into who he is and his life experiences and the kind of facade that Mm -hmm. he puts on, why he puts on that facade. And he has moments where he's not serious and he Mm -hmm. jokes and he's, you know, very dynamic. Um, This Flanderization, as TV Tropes calls it, also applies to most of the main cast... Uh, and in the case of a few returning antagonists, like Reno and such, Mm -hmm. their characters were made less serious and goofier. Yeah,
1: a la Final Uh, Fantasy VII Remake.
0: Yes, uh, you know, kind of making them- making it harder to take them seriously. Uh, but again, if this story is set after Seven, it could just be that that's the route that their characters went. We are neither (laughs) condemning or condoning anything that Nomura (laughs) has done. Um... Uh, Mena Suvari's performance as Aerith drew a great deal of criticism uh, (laughs) further compounded by the fact that Suvari had replaced Mandy Moore Mm. as her voice actor uh, from Kingdom Hearts now I'm
1: gonna say this here she wasn't that good in Kingdom Hearts 2 and the fan base knows it you have to accept it she has bad line readings it could be the stilted wooden doll expression on Aerith's face in those games Mm -hmm. but a lot of the fans don't like Mandy Moore's take on that character well that would have been Suvari by that no, but in Kingdom Hearts 2. No, Suvari replaced uh, her. Oh, well, now that makes sense yeah. then, yeah. Mandy Moore voiced Aerith
0: in 1. 1, yeah. Then oh. then was replaced by Suvari mm. for all, for all this right. and oh. all projects. Well, then I agree. I agree. Um. So, Suvari was eventually replaced by uh, Andrea Bowen for future, I think, Kingdom Hearts games and mm-hmm. associated Final Fantasy VII games, and then by Brianna White in Remake. So, mm-hmm. after this... After the double whammy of this in Kingdom Hearts 2, she was removed from that part. Um, And actually, the other voice actress, Andrea Bowen, shows up as the Moogle girl in this movie. A prestigious role. So she was promoted after this. (laughs) Promoted to Moogle girl. (laughs) No, she was was promoted from
1: Moogle girl to Earth. To Earth Gainsborough. From that point on. Mm.
0: Uh, critics have described the film's plot as incomprehensible, well, yeah. uh, to anyone not familiar with, uh, or not well versed, I should say, yeah. in the original game's story and its associated lore. As I said, Complete might add further complications to this, uh, because it references things that had happened in the compilation installments that had happened since 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, like, things like Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus were coming out, th- this, the Complete cut Sort of references those things as mm. well. Less so Dirge because it's after, but same diff. Um, so uh, certain reviews point to this film having. Uh, <laughs> now this is this is not said in any exact terms in the reviews that I looked over, but this is the vibe that I get, like as a yeah. consensus, uh, is that the film seems to have an excuse plot that only serves to connect the action. I mean, scenes. that's basically every <laughs> Square Enix game. <laughs> Uh, Sephiroth's return is ostensibly the the Citizen Kane twist mm-hmm. of the film, but he appeared in all the marketing we from knew, the we day. We had a feeling he would be in the film. Um, his rematch
1: with Cloud yes. is considered the movie's main <laughs> selling point. Should be on the top ten cinema moments <laughs> of all time, in my opinion, because I remember watching this consistently.
0: Yeah, and, and that that is one of the few aspects of Advent Children that still gets referenced yeah. constantly. Yeah. Like, if there is anything Thing about this film that is appears in a tribute, it's going to be the fight between Cloud and Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. Um, the film's crew has also since explained that in the process of turning it into a feature film, the rematch was more or less the cornerstone of the story, yeah. with every other plot element feeding into it. Well, that's it. what everyone wanted to see happen. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, it's not surprising, but, but everything else serves to make it happen. Uh, complete Drops this pretense entirely <laughs> and includes a few earlier references <laughs> yeah, to several
1: scheming something e- his evil yeah. scheme.
0: Uh, the English dub is known for a lot of goofiness, so that's the version that we're going to be watching. Wonderful, um, but there are a few assorted trivia things that we can get into after we've watched it because you'll probably notice them. Mm. The film currently mm-hmm. has a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which was boosted by the release of the complete cut. I think before the complete cut, it was sitting at 33%, Oof. which might make it one of the... year the, of our lord. <laughs> the like the the lowest-rated anime movies that we have watched, assuming mm-hmm. the Dragon Ball Z movies don't have... I don't yeah. know if they have Rotten Tomatoes scores, but this might be the lowest-rated wow. feature film that we have watched in terms of anime thus yeah. far, but beauty could be in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who knows? Um, overall... This is a very divisive and very Nomura uh, first installment for what was supposed to be, and has still been, still going forward, still active, meta-series. You either hate it, love it, or acknowledge its flaws and (laughs) accept it
1: as a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So previewing expectations. Uh, Well, you know, Dan really gooped and gagged me when he (laughs) brought this to the podcast. I haven't seen this since high school on an iPod. I was at a wedding the last time I was watching this, just just, just (laughs) drooling over the several of the cloud fight, as I often do. Um, you know, I'm an avid... I'm a, I'm a Final Fantasy player, a Kingdom Hearts stan. That's what got me into this whole shindig in the first place. So I'm entering this in a different viewpoint. I have recently played through the remake. I haven't beaten the Yuffie side story yet. I'm halfway through that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of games came down the pipeline. But uh, I'm a fan of Final Fantasy 7 I think I'm going to like this more than I hate it. Mm-hmm. Because I understand when I'm, I'm older, I'm wiser. <laughs> <laughs> I've been let down by Namora, but also raised up by Namora so many times before. <laughs> You're destroyed and yeah, reassembled yeah. by Nomura yeah, many yeah. times. We have the technology, Dad. Yeah. We can make yeah. him stronger. So I'm, I'm just here for the ride. Like I truly said, my wig was snatched when Dan suggested he was bringing this. I, I forgave Dad all his past transgressions. <laughs> I, I tried.
0: Again, I, I went into this as like I, because I, I found this on sale, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I need to bring this. And you know, in the <laughs> yeah, if I ever fuck up,
1: this is what I yeah, have to no, do. Yeah,
0: no, break glass, <laughs> and then you know, and then I'll bring Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Um, but yeah, I I, I assumed that um, after the incredible Melting Man, these episodes <laughs> that are the run up to episode two hundred mm-hmm. uh, will be like a character test. For for yeah, well, getting like, into the promised land yeah, that well, is supposed to. I return. feel like our
1: episode two hundred is going to be a streamer, two balloons, and like a kazoo. And then,
0: where do we go from so, there? So we need to see if our listeners today are going to pick the correct cup yeah. in the Last Crusade test, yes. and and be okay with uh with Advent Children complete. Um, but either way, I think that this movie is going to prompt some good discussion because yes. it's going to be. Fun and goober, <laughs> fun and, and <laughs> yeah. I—I'm I I, just excited to get into it. I—I yeah. I, I was like, oh my god, could I? Mm-hmm. Does this? It does count as anime. I'm bringing it, yeah. and obviously, with our mutual loves <laughs> of, of Nomura and his bullshit and mm-hmm. Final <laughs> Fantasy, yeah. it, you know, we had to be done. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So, uh, without further ado, shall we get into it?
1: All right, everybody, let's mosey.
0: <laughs> Crispy critters. <laughs> and we are we are back uh not unscathed perhaps but we just watched final fantasy 7 advent children complete um any initial thoughts having stepped out of that cinematic experience
1: well you I- gave me a gift dad <laughs> despair. Yes. Okay. (laughs) It was good. It wasn't as good as I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I would assume that this is one of those
0: things where the spectacle of our youth might have, um... Mm -hmm. Added
1: to it, we had um, the rose-colored glasses on. Yeah, it, it, it. Uh, but still, compared I mean, to it, Melting it, Man, though, all <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the
0: weeks beyond, uh, things were happening here. Um, and again, I would agree with the consensus that the animation holds up. Mm-hmm. The
1: fights are fluid yeah, and everything. The fights are the best part of this, along with just like the adapted uh, designs of the characters. Yeah, like they, they all look good. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the voice acting and the plot line. <laughs> Woo. No, uh, I mean,
0: obviously, for, for goofing purposes, we watched the English dub, yes. uh, but it is it is generally, uh, the, the, the original Japanese is considered to be the superior version, um, just because, I don't know, we, we didn't get too much into it in the intro, but... Uh, cloud's voice actor in the steve burton steve burton does not emote a lot in this no um whereas cloud's japanese va does like have a little bit more range to him i think uh steve burton has gotten better yeah. over the years uh, that that seems to be what people say um but at this point he sounds very bored throughout the whole movie
1: mm-hmm. he's grieving Dad. <laughs> grieving <laughs> <laughs> give the man some rest
0: you know, and obviously for her brief screen time, we have Aerith in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not not great voice. That. Except for maybe because he's Sephiroth, he he remains... Yeah. It's George Newman,
1: I think. Oh, was. I forget his name. I know, um, it's Lance Bass in Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if only. But, <laughs> That's my <laughs> trivia fact. Um,
0: they didn't have those books for no. this. But, like, a few, like... uh. Christy Carlson Romano versus, uh, voices, um, not versus, voices Yuffie. <laughs> well, that's
1: the next Nomura game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him any ideas, Dan. But yeah, she voices <laughs> Yuffie, and then, um, Crispin uh, Glover is, uh, someone in here, yeah, I forget, but, the, yeah, you know, some big names. Uh,
1: but yeah, do you want to get into the plot? <sighs> what plot? Well, first we had to get a little refresher for the series. Yes! <laughs> So we booted up the Blu-ray Special Edition, which has a 23-minute recap, in quotes, of Final Fantasy. But of course, it's a Nomura recap that's just stylistically cut scenes from the original video game played with somber piano music, with live-action interstitials of Cloud trying to meet up with Yuffie and the gang. Yeah,
0: which we assume Nomura filmed himself with a
1: GoPro. With a Um, a definitely not computer-generated bike in one shot
0: but yeah it's a, it's a very not entirely helpful little segment uh, mm. but we figured we would take advantage of it because we never use those features yeah. but um, was it worth it <laughs> I, I i don't i don't think so no um it, it didn't really it
1: didn't really fill in anything no, for the
0: it, for the final movie if we didn't
1: know anything uh, going in we wouldn't have known more from watching it and that's where i bring up the point we should have had grant on this episode <laughs>
0: yeah that would have been funny yeah even Gabe, that yeah, yeah. Just, they just wouldn't have what, what the happened. fuck was going on because <laughs> I mean we're probably desensitized to it. But yeah. it was, um, but uh, two years after the meteor <laughs> fall, yeah. which was of course the big climax mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy VII, we see
1: Red Thirteen running. No, hold on, we got like a we got like a four hundred ninety eight years flash forward. Oh first, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got where we is... get Red Thirteen running through the fields, which is what we see in the Final Fantasy remake integrated thing. Yes. Yeah, and then we get a flashback. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Red Thirteen
0: comes upon in the very, very far future yeah. comes upon the ruins of Midgar that have now over like they've, they've been, been overgrown with plant yeah. life. Nature has reclaimed them. Uh, then, four hundred ninety-eight <laughs> years earlier. Uh,
1: well, not even then. We get our little wheelchair gang on the roof. No, that's what no, I'm okay, saying. There yeah, we go. In, yeah.
0: in in like a in a, in some kind of construction yeah. site. There's a man in a wheelchair. Talking to an organization
1: thirteen member, yes, Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, about dreams and memories, and it's you know he references the geo stigma and like that was your guys own doing, like you're you're paying the price for you know everything that's happened Mm -hmm. so far,
1: and then we get a flashback to two weeks earlier. (laughs) Two weeks (laughs) earlier, that's three flashbacks we've had in the opening two minutes of this film.
0: Yeah, framing device within a framing device. Oh my gosh! Uh, And
1: Reno's in a chopper. He's uh, investigating a crater. And everyone's like, "No, stop! Don't!"
0: Well, it's it's supposed to be the northern cave, yeah, in, well, in HD, yeah. Uh, But yeah, they're they're at the northern cave. Uh, the you know, Reno lowers the chopper into the into the crater. Uh, we hear a lot of gunfire, mm-hmm. a lot of radio chatter of people screaming. I
1: Wonder if Sing and Elaine are okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <At> I, <least. laughs> I, I I hope so. They don't get we'll a line say... in this
1: film, so if they're your faves, <laughs> don't uh, count on
0: it. A few folks. Don't get much dialogue, but the, uh, the you know the chopper reemerges, um, and we're not entirely sure what just happened. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, we kind of through Marlene's voice, she's doing the narration. She recaps the first. Oh, for us. voiced by Ariel Winter in the oh. dub of Modern Family oh. fame. That was that. Oh, wow, that's who was Marlene. really a get there? <laughs> um, well, at the time, I don't. Uh, but no, not not at the time. This no, this was like two thousand. Five, so anyway. Uh Marlene narrates uh, you know, kind of a loose retelling of the events of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's two years after Meteor Fall. Um, you know, Cloud and his friends did their best to fight against the you know, mad former soldier mm-hmm. Separoth. Uh in the end, the planet kind of took its own initiative yeah. to save the day and stop the fighting. But not without a price. Not without a price. Um. There is uh, a, a new disease called geostigma, Stigma. for which there is no known cure. Stigma Geoligma, balls,
1: yeah. <laughs> for which we had to say it.
0: People are not going to like how, with little seriousness, we are treating this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, it's basically like a cancer equivalent.
0: So, uh, but yeah, so the the, the movie is set within the proximity of the ruins of Midgar Mm -hmm. in a new city called Midgar Edge, or Edge City. (laughs) Edge. Um, And it is, uh, you know, where all the people who moved out of Mm -hmm. Midgar after the, you know, calamity at the end of the first game... Have kind of resettled. They have infrastructure. There's big crowds, so humanity is managing to, to yeah. move on and heal mm-hmm. after uh, the events of the game.
1: Yeah. We see that Marlene is living with Tifa, who's still working at a new strife delivery service, mm-hmm. and uh, the Buster Sword lays abandoned in the waste. Yes, in uh, outside of Midgar. Uh, Tifa constantly calls Cloud, but Cloud never really picks up. And uh, Reno just wants him for some reason. Wants him to meet up when eventually Cloud does pick up. Yes. On his little cellular phone.
0: Um, yeah, so so Cloud finally answers that call. And uh, Tifa says that Rufus is trying to get into, into <laughs> contact with yeah. him. Um, so via his Death Stranding route, mm-hmm. Cloud heads out into the wilderness. Yeah, puts on his goggles, his safety goggles. Safety goggles. Yeah. Um, and he... Is, is kind of wandering the wasteland. We kind of see that he is afflicted with Geostigma mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. It's covered by the big sleeve of that <laughs> half of his outfit. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Um, so let's... I just want to make sure that I'm getting... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, but Cloud has, has distanced himself from all his friends. Mm-hmm. The recurring... Not only has he decked himself, his bike... And his cell phone out with gray wolf imagery. Yeah. Uh, he's also being, you know, we also see a gray wolf in the background constantly that really, symbolizes his grief.
1: And it really partners with uh, Final Fantasy VIII's uh, Leon's lion motif, which is yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah.
0: Um. So you know, he's he's Zach. Uh, not Zach. Cloud. <laughs> <Get them> confused. <laughs> uh, Cloud is uh, is you know very depressed he's still grieving Zach and Aerith mm-hmm. and um uh, he's he's trying desperately to find a cure yeah he's
1: just distancing himself yeah, yeah he, and, he doesn't want to associate with people at this current moment
0: and i you know from what flashes we get with the geostigma comes like painful mm-hmm. uh you know pangs em- yeah. uh, of memory mm-hmm. that like just torment the person who suffers from mm-hmm. it um it, so zach uh, god oh my god
1: cloud this is this is the least professional cloud gets the call how could you confuse them it's not like it happens in the game or anything (laughs) to go to go meet rufus but en
0: route he is attacked by (laughs) three three teenagers Anyone's worst fear. Um, they are all dressed in black and have silver hair. Uh they summon a variety of like shadow creatures (laughs) to pursue Cloud. Uh Cloud, luckily, in his big stupid motorbike, has lots of swords that he uses.
1: And their names, Uh, even though I don't remember Kadaj, yazu and (laughs) and Lo Loose. Um can't remember the third one's name. Is, well, this, they don't get said that an, much. They get said like shambles. one time. <laughs> this whole this whole Laj. podcast Laj. is shambles. It's laws, yeah.
0: Kadaj, laws, and Yazoo. Yeah, they um they kind of pursue him. Kadaj is clearly the big cheese of the three. He yeah. sticks the only back one that matters <laughs> and does the summoning. Um, while uh, Laj and Yazoo are like pursuing him. We get like you know little shades of of personality from the other two in mm-hmm. the time that we spend. Um, Lodge is, like, the laid-back... I'm assuming Dumb. Lodge is the... Is Lodge the big one or the small one? I wouldn't know, Dad. Let's see here. Nah, I Lodge don't think your is, notes will tell you, Dad. strength. Okay, I'm oh. assuming, yeah, Lodge is strength, so okay. he's the big one. And then uh, Yazu is the allure, so uh, Yazu, yeah.
1: The one that wins He's more, got yeah.
0: gun swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, he chills, you know, tends to just stay back and Lodge shoot from a distance. Lodge
1: has, like, electric... He has a braille bunker. Yeah. I don't know what that
0: is. <laughs> the, it was the thing that the Steven Universe shattering weapon was. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but he's the he's the muscle. He also is prone to crying mm-hmm. because he doesn't have much emotional maturity. He misses mommy. Um, but yes, they are they are desperately trying to reunite with their mother. <laughs> and in this awesome desert motorcycle chase, uh, they routinely ask Cloud like, "Where is mother? Where are <laughs> you hiding her?" Mm-hmm. Um, they are convinced that. That either something within this city itself, or something related to Cloud and Shinra, is the means to, to reunite with their mm-hmm. mother. Um, who, if you if you played the game, you know they're talking about Jenova, yeah. but it, it's, yeah, it, it's not subtle about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Yadage calls them back, mm-hmm. just to taste, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, the monsters are, are called off, and Cloud is allowed to continue on his way to see Rufus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he arrives at the Helan Lodge, that that is the name of it, yep. um, in the wilderness, uh, which Rufus is using as his headquarters while he is, you know, recovering from... The explosion injuries <laughs> that he suffered
1: yeah, at the end of. Seven. He looks pretty good for being exploded.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, there's
1: no injury on him.
0: But he also has geostigma. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Rufus is in a wheelchair, covered in a, a cloak shroud. and blankets. Yeah. Um. And uh, Rude and Reno are also there with him.
1: I did not remember them having a star turn in this movie. They're basically the main characters.
0: Yeah. No. Reno and Rude. They get the most to do after like Cloud and Tifa. Mm-hmm. So, um. But Rufus is 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 very you know uh, vague about everything. <laughs> he's like, we need someone with your experience because we assume that kadage and his his bros are going to try to bring back Sephiroth. Yeah. And Cloud like you know is kind of dismissive of them. He walks out. Uh, we get like a little bonding moment where Reno is crashing on the couch and he's like, oh, we we probably deserve this. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is shinra shinra's punishment for what we've done to the planet yeah. uh, and that's that's a recurring thing with the shinra goobers is that they acknowledge that everything was their fault yeah um, so uh, soon after cloud leaves uh kadaj breaks into rufus's lodge and abducts rufus mm-hmm. announcing uh you know we're well, more or less confirming that They are planning a capital R reunion with their mother
1: Mm -hmm. to bring back Sephiroth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And elsewhere, Tifa and Marlene are visiting the church.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um so And they they're like
1: Cloud, you live like this?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With his box of materia and his one pillow. So in keeping his distance from everyone, Cloud has been living in the iconic church. Well why does he have a box full of materia? Just chilling there. I would assume it's all the materia he collected canonically in the game, yeah, so but it, damn he has got a it's in a big cooler. Um, <laughs> does he eat it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, not uh, later on well, Law's like I think, tries to eat one. Well, no, they
1: all, like, ingest them through their arms. Um, so, they,
0: like, Tifa and Marlene go to the church to, you know, in hopes of finding Cloud, uh, but instead, they are, uh, attacked or ambushed by Laws. Uh, Tifa puts on her metal-ripped gloves, gloves Mm -hmm. and- Favorite fight scene. Pretty awesome fight, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great fight. We got, like, a piano medley Mm -hmm. of the- of the battle theme playing Mm -hmm. in the background, uh, tifa puts up a great fight yep. but in the end Laws uses his stupid Noctis powers to uh his sonic speed uh to get the upper hand and deliver like a direct hit with his you know gauntlet weapon yeah. uh, knocking her out yeah. um but before he finishes her off Marlene tosses one of the materia out of the cooler and Laws is distracted enough to like oh yeah like I can mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the girl and the materia mm-hmm. and then and he
1: wakes up to like his Final Fantasy victory ringtone yes which is an easter egg everyone well. has a flip phone yeah. it's a and, recurring thing well, I was just gonna mention while that's going on Denzel gets a phone call like remember the church or whatever yes and he's like yeah I remember the church that's where I went after I was abandoned by my family and found that mystery man's bicycle and took his phone and tried to call my family that was dead and didn't get a reception yes and I was real sad about it and Cloud was like hey <laughs> So, yeah, phones are a recurring motif, and knowing
0: where that church is is also- Just the fact
1: that Cloud was like, you know what I'm going to put on my background? The wolf.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, he- uh, no, Cloud was- he kept that theme consistent through everything.
1: Do you think he bought them all together, his outfit, his bike, and his phone at the same time? And his earrings, yeah. And his earrings, yeah. Uh,
0: Probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it should be noted, of course, that instead of using his buster sword, Cloud is using the fusion sword. (laughs) uh, A new one. Um, so, let, let's see here. Some of this summary is, is out of order. But they, uh... Mm-hmm. So, Cloud returns to the church to find that Tifa mm-hmm. has, you know, uh, been defeated mm-hmm. and Marlene has been taken. Well, he takes
1: a little nap first.
0: Yeah, because his own <laughs> geostigma is, is acting up. And there's a
1: wolf. It's like, mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, while this is going on back in the city, Denzel is... He has, like, a run-in with the Moogle girl. Yeah, and her brother. Who is dying of- or, yeah. well, does soon die of geostigma. It's like,
1: they have stigma, don't touch them!
0: Um, <laughs> Get away, <but> ew! <laughs> in, in a, a child-catcher-esque scene, yeah. uh, Yazoo and the rest of the Goober boys are luring the children <laughs> of Edge City to their truck yeah. to bring them out uh, with the promise of a cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they no one no one knows how they're going to do this, but obviously they deceive the children into it's literally the the pleasure island thing from uh, Pinocchio, yeah. another staple <laughs> of this past year. Yes. Um. So I. Uh, so Cloud had collapsed in the church alongside Tifa. The pair is found to return and return to Seventh Heaven. Uh, by the Turks, Reno, and Rude.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the uh, the Turks inform Cloud and Tifa about the Remnant's plans, and uh, Tifa confronts Cloud over his self-deprecating attitude.
1: Yeah, it's like, don't you care?
0: Yeah, it's like, are, are you, you just gonna die? Like, yeah. is that your plan, to wander off alone and die, or are I you like, going no. to fight?
1: Yeah, I meant a few words. Uh-uh.
0: And this is where we get uh, the now famous, like, Tifa, you know, in in response to Cloud's (laughs) sadness goes (laughs) dilly-dally-shilly-shally, which is, uh, it's a very silly phrase, um, but that was because in the original Japanese, it was an onomatopoeia called Zuru-Zuru, where it, it it signifies a person burying or uh, carrying a heavy load, oh. like an unnecessarily mm-hmm. heavy load, and walking around. I don't know. I
1: think dilly dally shilly shally tra- translates pretty well. Man.
0: So that's that's what Tifa was supposed to meant. Was supposed <laughs> to supposed mean? To I, my brain Are you is, okay, my prince? <laughs> Do you <laughs> have the geostigma? stigma? <laughs> have stigma. Uh, uh. But he. Um. So. Yeah, so that 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 was another thing that <laughs> so, has, <it's> okay. <laughs> has, like, stayed with people for uh, a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, Cloud says that he is... Originally, he wants to go back and confront Rufus again, or save Rufus. But, you know, Tifa and the Turks kind of push him to go rescue Denzel directly, because now they've learned that all of the kids have been kidnapped. Yeah. Um. So while riding to the forgotten city where the remnants are holding up, Cloud is visited by Aerith. Now mm-hmm. a spiritual avatar it's of like, the life stream. Hey,
1: what you doing? And at this point, should we mention Team Aerith, Team Tifa? Yeah, I, I, we, I think we should. Well, yeah. I think I'll go first. Team Aerith, all the way through and through. She's a comedic character. She's got a heart on her. She doesn't take herself too seriously. Mm-hmm. She's got charm. She's got grace. Yeah. He's just an overall uh bad bitch. Well,
0: and being your foil, I'm probably Team Tifa. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. She she's she's also Godheart. She's been through a lot of shit. Uh, you know, and she's she's been with Cloud since the beginning. So yeah. oh. But but as I said, after that remake, Team Jesse. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we can both agree on that. Yeah. Uh, she just wanted to act. She <laughs> just wanted to act. Go to the Golden Sorcerer and act.
1: <laughs> Be an actress.
0: Um, but Aerith kind of like prods cloud about his refusal to move on um and you know cloud kind of brushes this off Mm -hmm. so you know cloud confronts the remnants who are in the middle of this water baptism ritual it's
1: totally not piss drink it kids
0: (laughs) where you know the do remnants the do. have promised that a cure yeah. is happening and like when we're all joined we're all going to be reunited mm-hmm. with our mother and you know yeah we're all going to be happy and the kids and, are like
1: well these... we got nothing else to live for might as well bring this
0: down and in the scene prior to that um it was established that like laws and the other remnants you know they've taken full advantage of the materia that mm-hmm. that cloud had collected they've yes. you know Absorbed it. it. Absorbed it yep. into themselves and they can now command those abilities from the materia. Um,
1: that wouldn't be factual based on the game. They would actually have to fight with the materia in order to gain the abilities. <laughs> but, what do I know? Is that your pop-up video? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a Final Fantasy fan though. So. <laughs> I wouldn't know.
0: So, uh, you know, Cloud uh, battles the remnants, but it is uh, an unsuccessful like rescue attempt. Yeah um the the the, the three I, I keep wanting to come up with
1: different the three doobie boys <laughs> like just call yeah. them the the, the 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 dover boys yeah lock shock, and barrel. lock shock and barrel i just call them a b and c they
0: uh you know obviously being able to tap into to, to some of separat's power they kind of outmatch him mm-hmm. um and cloud is only saved because vincent valentine oh,
1: what, sho- a, what a bay <laughs> in his pointy shoes
0: and I think after after seeing this scene mm-hmm. and hearing his voice again, yeah. I yeah. I agree with your take that when when his time comes mm-hmm. again in presumably the rebirth yeah. DLC, like he, he's gonna he's gonna take the internet by storm. Oh yeah, baby! I, I think he's in for a renaissance. Fam favorite, uh, Vincent
1: Valentine.
0: But uh, Vincent has been spying on the remnants <laughs> from the shadows. Uh, he reveals that he had also rescued uh, the Turks, Sang and Elena. Um, because the Turks or uh, un- under Shinra's orders mm-hmm. and their hubris
1: They were investigating that crater thing, right? They
0: were investigating the crater and they had found uh, Genova's head mm-hmm. or a fragment of it very Evangelion stuff mm-hmm. as in the original game uh, they had found it they had recovered it and the remnants had been torturing Elena and saying, <laughs> for information They
1: don't look like they've been tortured one
0: scratch each. <laughs> yeah, they, they both have like one band-aid yeah. on. But Vincent Valentine yeah, had said, been nursing them. He, said, he sure. said,
1: Yeah, I helped them out the best I can.
0: Um You know, so Cloud has this little conversation with Vincent asking how he moved on from his perceived mm-hmm. failures. And Vincent says, I'm a vampire. I didn't, and I never <laughs> no 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 no. You gotta, we gotta do his stupid All right. edge boy line. Yeah. It's I didn't, and I never have to. So that's, that's what, that's what Vincent yeah. does. <laughs> and the
1: biggest laugh of the film is Marlene comes running out of the bushes and I was like, what if Cloud just slashed her? Or she, or she slashed Cloud, yeah. yeah. She stabs yeah. Cloud
0: like a, yeah.
1: <laughs> And I mean, they must be close friends because she runs right towards Vincent and gets covered by his cloak. Like...
0: Well, yeah, because Cloud is like, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fight. You know the the remnants again. I'm gonna move on from the past. Uh, but Marlene's like, don't you care about us? Mm-hmm. Like everyone who's helped you through this. And then she does go over and sides with Vincent, yeah. who's kind of like, well, Cloud, <laughs> are you a bad parent? Yeah. Like you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Cloud does declare that he's going to attempt to to move on from mm-hmm. the past. Uh, the remnants, d- you know, sort of deduce. Mm-hmm they're incorrect oh, well, but they they deduce that yeah. their mother's remnants have been hidden underneath the meteor fall monument at the center of Edge City which
1: as you pointed out is a logo for the game <laughs> 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 that's a, a great astute eye trivia fact, that's a game logo <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so laws and Yazoo... <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you sound do you hear how stupid you sound <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> take a deep breath. We got to yeah. recenter here. Yeah, Laws and Yazoo <laughs> have the infected children form a barricade around the monument and attempt to remove the structure. At first, in a very simple manner, they're just going to pull it pull down the chains, with chains. Yeah, um, they are interrupted by Reno and Rude, uh, but Karaj summons. <laughs> <Muhammad's him. laughs>
1: <laughs> to uh
0: destroy the structure uh you know as his brothers battle the turks and, and quickly looks,
1: yeah he looks a little different but he still looks kind of cool he does look yeah, cool. he's yeah. a whole, like eldritch dragon thing he is no yeah.
0: he, again like all the models are really yeah. good i the only thing i i clowned on was that his color scheme with the way the shoulder he looks like robbie rotten's he does, color yeah, pattern yeah.
1: like if robbie rotten was transformed into a beast of sorts um but the summon destroys the monument uh, yeah. and finds nothing. And something that had me laughing during this is like when the people are trying to flee the scene, they're running around in circles around the fountain. Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? because well, they're also still being attacked by yeah, like. And the, the kids just beasts. standing there, Tifa's like, oh wow, well, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also during this, like, when Cloud's like on his journey back, he we get a a shot of his phone going underwater and we hear like voices of our favorite characters, including Barrett, Kate Steve, <laughs> Sid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they're all calling him to check up, but he's never answered yeah. before. Yeah, um,
1: and, and Kate's voice—it goes from like regular to Scottish. Like, yeah,
0: I don't know what the deal with that was. I yeah, I, I don't. I really don't. Because Red Thirteen's has kept consistent. and Reeve just has his normal voice. I know he wants to disguise it to like yeah, tell people I, he's not him. I, I guess he has like a Scottish filter over it, but he doesn't in the earlier part. Yeah. Um. But but I suppose that's deeper lore that we have to look into. Mm-hmm. But while uh, Bahamut is is running, you know, doing this rampage through the city, the other members of Avalanche, epically, might we yeah. add, arrive, yeah. uh, starting with Barrett, yeah. um, who who was off scouting an oil field. Mm-hmm. Um, coming home soon yeah. they they all return and give off snarky one-liners yeah, they all leap
1: in Yuffie has her Ku and I Sid comes in he's like I'm old <laughs> <laughs> see that ship <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing hanging out together <laughs> like you have to imagine they had to scoop each other up on that ship well, he—I'm assuming he
0: did pick them up because yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, I got it upgraded. I'll give you a tour at some point." Mm-hmm. And then Kate Sheath and, and uh, Red Thirteen are running around as like Bash Brothers yeah. this entire time. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Valentine is obviously there again, Being cool. <laughs> um, but they're all fighting uh, Bahamut, yeah. and you know Tifa and then Cloud also join in fighting the dragon um, because yeah. So I'm trying to okay so we get this this whole fight against bahamut mm-hmm. um where the only way to describe it is that each successive party member starts oh, throwing cloud higher further into the air into yeah. the air um, while this is is going on we cut back to the uh rufus you know rufus right yeah rufus mm-hmm. in the in the, the, the building framework mm-hmm. in cadage cadage um and he Isn't
1: the Persona 5 thing? No, it's the Neji or something like that. There's like a group you have to get to. Medjed. Medjed. Yeah, no, that's not... Sorry. Yeah. Unrelated to Kadaj. Adjacent. <laughs>
0: um, but Rufus has been in possession of Genova's head all along. It yeah. was in a box underneath <laughs> under his It
1: was under my cloak. blankie the
0: whole time. <laughs> uh, <and> Mother! <laughs> he, he defiantly throws it over the edge of the building. This is after Kadaj gives a whole speech, Uh, you know... About how, you know, we, all of us remnants strive for reunion, mm-hmm. and like that is our our purpose. That is what we are going to do. And Rufus is like, I don't care how many remnants or Separats or you know Genovas you throw at us. Like nature always finds a balance. You're yeah. not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, and then he throws the box uh, over the edge. Yeah. Um. So, Cadaj. Jumps over to catch it. Uh, then we cut back, and then each successive party member throws Cloud oh, further, higher into the air, further into the air. Uh, as Grant would point out, the physics here would not work, but we are operating on cool. And they all
1: give like video game lines, like "Never give up." I'm old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a cat.
0: <laughs> uh, Barrett says that, uh, but <laughs> yeah, you he, wouldn't expect that. Um, but uh, no, Barrett
1: goes out <laughs>
0: how could we forget it's it's uh Uh. it's 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 a it's a very uh uh action-packed scene Mm -hmm. cloud directly plunges into the oncoming attack from bahamut sin uh he gets another flash of like telling him if he's ready to move forward
1: why'd you come back
0: (laughs) um and he kind of channels that energy uh for a limit break, essentially. Mm-hmm. He does his limit break, yeah. or does a limit break, mm-hmm. and slashes through Bahamut, defeating it. Yeah. Uh, then we see he sees the explosion over at Rufus and Kadaj's location. And
1: instantly gets there. We cut yeah. back to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. He gets
0: his bike back somehow mm-hmm. and gets over there. Um, it, so before Rufus hits the ground, uh, Sang and Elena show up with a net gun mm-hmm. and save
1: him <laughs> No lines. They just go. Hey, no. Well, well, Elaine's one line is coming up. She goes.
0: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um. So Kadaj recovers the box. Cloud catches sight of him, and an epic motorcycle <laughs> chase uh, begins.
1: Goes on far too long. But yeah.
0: So they they break onto the closed off Midgar expressway that stretches <laughs> between Edge and Midgar. Um, and it, 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 it's a very long scene. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's cool cloud is is fighting with his you know in a sword in a motorcycle mm-hmm. sword duel with uh laws and I I keep wanting to say yazui but that's not <laughs> Yazoo Yazoo and they you know
1: it it, it it's a it's a beautifully choreographed yeah, well, I mean, fight. Yeah, there's nothing. Mean, the I'm, fights do fight not disappoint on bikes, here. Yeah. It's definitely inspired the remake because that's what you do in some of the sections.
0: Like there's all these moments where because he has super strength, like laws stops himself and like uses the, <laughs> he uses the to bike. it as... the bike to chuck at cloud. And I was like, oh, Dan's
1: having a boner over there.
0: Uh, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then, obviously, in their signature helicopter... Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, ...Reno and Rude are giving these, chase... These two goobers, like, I didn't remember them being in this as much as they are. They're constantly together.
0: Yeah, they yeah.
1: they they are
0: favorites of, of either Namora himself yeah. or people. Well, oh, we uh, forgot
1: when uh, Rude's getting the shit kicked out of him before, he has his other pair of glasses. Yes, he has a backup uh, yeah, pair well, he's of glasses. got that backup pair.
0: Um... But uh, they, they, they give chase in their helicopter, but they are defeated by one of the boys. <laughs> um, but then, uh, you know, Elena eventually picks them up and gets them further ahead. So, uh, you know, eventually, you know, Cloud goes through a tunnel uh-huh. with Laz and Yazoo in, in pursuit, Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Dan and
1: I have a conversation. Yeah, Rude and Reno are. <laughs> guess it's the end, old friend.
0: I guess we're clocking out early today. Yeah, is we're what they, leaving together <laughs> uh, because they have like uh, the cartoon dynamite sticks oh my that gosh. Uh, Rude says are uh, you know cutting edge Shinra technology, yeah. um, and they're gonna they're gonna pack a, a punch.
1: And Cloud goes by them without a thought, <laughs> and <laughs> they buy.
0: they explode, uh, taking for the time being they yeah. temporarily take out. Laws in Yazu from well, the Well,
1: they're fine, so Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't
1: know how that worked.
0: Yeah, they yeah, they are. So it's Yeah, they're they're not dead. <laughs> they're not dead. So it's... It, it, uh they they are taken out and it's just Cloud and Kadaj now. Uh, their motorcycle chase concludes when they go off the edge into the ruins mm-hmm. of Shinra's main building. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, because at first, Kadaj arrives at the, the church, yep. um, and he, like, looks for his mother's presence, but he is not sensing anything. Mm-hmm. So he is despondent, and then Cloud appears, uh, through the opening of the doorway <laughs> on his own motorcycle, ready to, to, to fucking. Yeah. Drive in and kick some I ass. I only in.
1: like feel bad for this poor caretaker of this church, which used to be Aerith's job apparently, but this church gets ransacked in this movie. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Um so Cloud and Kadaj have a battle in uh, you know, this this church, which, you know. Kadaj kind of manages to get Cloud on the ropes, mm-hmm. but things turn in Cloud's favor when the a, a basically a, a spring of life stream infused water mm-hmm. erupts from underneath the flower bed.
1: Oh, I'm getting wet. <laughs> um,
0: this is enough to like get Kadaj to leave briefly. Um, but the the resulting rainfall from this spring cures Cloud's geostigma. Yeah, just like Hillary Duff
1: told us. She yeah. said, "Let the rain fall down."
0: Ah, you beat me by
1: <laughs> shit.
0: Um. So now healed of his ailment, Cloud pursues Kadaj to the the actual remains mm-hmm. of the the Shinra building. Um. And he kind of you know gets support from all of his friends in various ways. I'm old. <laughs> they they're, they're cheering him on. I think we joked Sid dies off screen oh, <laughs> it's a, of old age, but he's fine. <laughs> um,
1: he doesn't look that old in this. I just I, I don't know. It, it's like Sid was always. I know he's in every Final Fantasy game in a different form. Yes. like that's the that's the RPG trope. But in seven, I'm always like, oh, and then there's Sid, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Sid. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you
0: know, Kanaz and Cloud have their own very well choreographed sword duel. Mm-hmm. Um. And eventually it, it it kind of concludes when uh, the, the container uh, with Jenova's head in it is slashed open. Uh, <laughs> you know, in his final act, Kadaj, we don't see it up no, close. No. We just see him grab some essence from the container. With some goo. And then while he's <laughs> falling, very epic scene, mm-hmm. very, very... That's the only way to describe this. This is one of those moments that you put in the YouTube, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. AMV, uh-huh. and the music oh, well, kicks in. Many, yeah. So, Kadaj lands with the the essence infused into him. Cloud brings down his sword, mm-hmm. but when it connects, who appears? Hello, lover boy. <laughs> it's Sarah. Then. And one it's winged me, angel Dad. starts yeah. playing. <laughs>
1: Cloud. Burr, burr
0: and their duel begins yeah and
1: we all know this we can recount every blow <laughs> it's seen it many a time
0: they they kind of emphasize the impact of their like sword hits because yeah. like this light streams off mm-hmm. of their, their blades whenever they connect Yeah, I remember um, this
1: was so successful they like literally recreated it in like Kingdom Hearts 2 like when you beat Sephiroth Cloud mm-hmm. comes and they do like this exact little mini fight mm-hmm. while, while Sora is just dead and they're like what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly what happens, Dan. Oh shit. Yeah, but that's how it ends. <laughs> like, and Tifa shows up and Sora's like, what just happened? And Tifa goes, they went somewhere else. <laughs> it just ends. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> they went somewhere else. That's right, because they then- go into this
0: movie, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was either they go into this movie, or as the Smash boards speculated, they go into Smash. they Smash!
1: That could happen too, yeah.
0: But, they, uh, yeah, so, um, this is also where we get the- <laughs> Separoth, what do you want?
1: <laughs> 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 I bought a gift for you, Dad."
0: No, 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 not, oh, not, yet. not, yet, not yet. First, Separoth explains that, uh, you know, he's disappointed that Cloud has been cured of his geostigma, because the geostigma is like an invitation to die- Rejoin with the life stream and mm-hmm. then destroy the life stream from within. Yeah. So this is Sephiroth's own corruption or corrupting influence within the life stream, and it's going to to pretty much choke the Earth's life energy from within. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Sephiroth claims that you know he's going to do this. He's going to leave this life as like a this world is a barren husk. And then travel the cosmos as his mother did until he finds a new perfect paradise. Mm-hmm. And Cloud's like, "What about this planet?" He's like, "Well, you decide, Cloud." Mm-hmm. Then we get,
1: "I got you a gift, Dan." Despair. <laughs> um,
0: Sephiroth like throws part of the building of the tower at Cloud. Cloud using some some uh, tricky sword maneuvers. Mm-hmm. Manages to slash his way up through mm-hmm. the
1: very Kingdom Hearts too. The Same rubble. Thing happens. Um,
0: they have a very um, I, I don't want to say like vertigo, and in- because I could, we could follow it. We're we're mm-hmm. anime viewers. Yeah. We can follow it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a very like dynamic battle on this falling rubble, like bayonetta style mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know they are just just clashing in the center. Um. But uh, you know, the longer the fight goes on, it kind of becomes clear that Separoth has the advantage. Uh, he does manage to stab or er, stab Cloud through the <laughs> chest, just like he did to Mario yeah. <laughs> in that one yeah. in that one scene. Great reference. Um, so uh, Cloud is kind of on the ropes, mm-hmm. and you know, in his dying moments, Cloud has a vision of Zack's spirit, who kind of encourages him to defeat Separoth as he's already beaten him once before. Yeah, so it should just... be
1: easy this time.
0: Um, and Cloud's just like, yeah, <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you. I know you never made it to to full soldier, mm-hmm. but you clearly have the heart and spirit to keep, you yeah. know, to do it. And you carry on my legacy. a
1: living legacy, Cloud. Uh,
0: so you know, with that with that boost, Cloud kind of, uh, you know, he he goes to meet Sephiroth in the sky again. Mm-hmm. He breaks his sword into multiple. Energy blades, yeah. and he pulls off his He's his fun. limit break, Omni Slash version five. Yeah,
1: very important to specify the difference, Dad. Uh, you know, he he
0: kind of delivers all of these killing blows against Sephiroth and demands that Sephiroth remain in his <laughs> memories.
1: Yeah, I'll never be a memory.
0: But <laughs> just poofs away. <laughs> I guess, exhausted of power, he. Well, yeah, like Sephiroth the, fades, the, the uh,
1: remnant or whatever, the the replicant. Kind of yeah. Like well, yeah. Yadaj comes yeah. back.
0: Yeah. Um, you know the the corrupted life stream disappears from the skies, and <laughs> it is replaced by Aerith's life stream infused rain. Yeah. She that, said,
1: "I'll uh, make you wet one last time."
0: <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> a
1: serious moment. It's okay.
0: But the the rain you know falls over the city of Edge and the surrounding area, uh, healing the majority of those <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: almost everyone. Not
0: the people who are inside, yeah. like Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> that comes later um but while like looking over the scene and all of his friends arrive in uh sid's airship a cloud is caught unaware by through the
1: heart (laughs) he is shot through the heart by yazoo and laws um who said we'll go together and also uh before uh What's his name? Died Yadaj. Yeah, uh, Aerith is like, come to the other side. We're all waiting. And, yes, that's yeah. Of course, yeah,
0: yeah. Yadaj passes on into the live stream, and he's yeah. welcome back. Yeah, welcome proving that she's the best
1: her. because she's like, you know, we all go through shit. Come to the other side; it's fun. But Tifa
0: punches things, so
1: <laughs> screw you.
0: <laughs> um, well, I never. <laughs> and uh, stay in
1: my memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> never. Um, but. It's also, there's also this cool effect where Yazoo and Laws, because they've, I guess, consumed so much materia, it's like part of their essence Mm -hmm. now. There's Mm -hmm. all these glowing materia orbs that they have access to, but they are unable to maintain a solid form, and they fade away Mm -hmm. uh, as the, you know... Well, in an explosion of materia energy. Um, So Cloud is seemingly dead for a moment, but he is granted, uh, you know the ability to return to the realm of the living by Aerith
1: and Zack. Well, first he has to hear an awkward conversation with, like, what does everyone call me mother for? This one's too young to be my boy. Better send him back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it isn't your time yet. But it's like, they're not... Cloud doesn't have to go be with them yeah. yet. They're sending him back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cloud awakens in the church, uh, inside the
1: healing spring. Surrounded by children.
0: Surrounded by children. And
1: everyone else who all got phone calls... That cloud's coming back <laughs> again. Phones were a yeah. recurring motif, yeah.
0: um, but you know the 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 well these are literally the Advent children, so oh, it's I the see. next generation. Yeah. So the kids, you know, decided to to heal him because they had all received the message that if you go to the church, Cloud will mm-hmm. be waiting there. Yep, um, and that was literal. So uh, it, it, it eventually. Uh, Denzel and the other children who still are afflicted with geostigma are brought, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, into the spring.
1: Yeah, they're baptized in the name of Christ, yeah. Literally, it's not subtle. <laughs> it nope.
0: is not It is not at all subtle. Cloud baptizes Denzel
1: and, mm-hmm. and heals Here's him of geostigma. his geostigma. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Well, everyone watches and Sid goes, one
0: in Rodney." Yeah,
1: well, no, the rest of the party is there. <laughs> yeah. the, the rest of, Just awkwardly watching
0: this. All of the dumbasses yeah. that we've yeah. come to know and love are all yeah. there. Uh, and... I think that one recurring Midgar guy or Edge City guy who shows up in every scene, um, mm. it, it, everyone's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cloud uh, is given like a final glance of the spirits of Aerith and Zack, who you know bid him farewell and <laughs> depart through right. the doors of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cloud agrees that he is going to live his life in the present instead of in the past,
1: and smiles. Mm-hmm. See that, Dan? It all worked out. It did. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Interesting film. Mm -hmm. like Great choice. Really did uh, revitalize my memories of it. Uh, The fight scene's impeccable. The character design's great, but I remember this script hitting harder. I was a little bit more inexperienced at that time, period. Mm -hmm. Hasn't aged as much as I would like it to or as well as I would like it to. But still, you know, it's a fun Final Fantasy time. Yeah,
0: I... I I don't know. I just figured that this would be. I think this has paid off as 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 at least an interesting movie. To this, I, I'm sorry. I even got lost in the plot summary there because it was. It
1: is <laughs> a beefy plot, technically
0: yeah. complicated. Yeah, uh, but again, it is very much in the service of moving from one battle to another. But. Something that's based on an RPG video game is—it's—it's yeah. it's going to get that story in there, but it's also going to provide the
1: action in there too. When Namora makes the Kingdom Hearts series, I'll be strapping down Dan to watch every episode of that.
0: So uh, again, this is this movie has had a pretty complex history. We watched what is uh, argued to be the superior version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, again, we have no recollection of this, but. Audiences at the time would have left the theater Crying. more confused. Crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Weeping tears of joy. You know, spilling black You're goo. You're assuming this <laughs> made it into theaters, Dan. <laughs> well, it made it somewhere. Yeah, it it's somewhere. Straight to
1: DVDs where it made it, Dan.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I would, say, I would say definitely check it out. Yeah. Set aside time to do so, mm-hmm. but... It,
1: you Especially know, if you're a fan of the franchise, you know, yeah. and Final Fantasy VII in particular, it's a it's a cool little movie uh, continuation. It's it's corny, but you knew that if you're a fan of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah, and, and even if you're
0: like a newer fan who just got into it via like the remake and associated materials like materia, materia. <laughs> uh, the only thing. You know, there are shades of things referenced like the Three Dober boys are referenced uh in, in the final boss battle against mm-hmm. Sephiroth in that game yep. very very loosely. Mm-hmm. They are referenced there. Well, there's a
1: lot of references. There's like the slashes in there, there's some poses from there. It's uh, the same thing with um, uh Reno and uh, Rude. Yeah. They get like their tropes from that this film.
0: So it's it it definitely informs where the remake is. So if you if you are interested in that, you know, do go and check it out because at the very least nomora is sticking to it yes i i uh, you know you know more about Nomura than me oh, but yeah. he seems to stick to his guns even as yeah. everyone's yelling so i
1: just fear the length of that kingdom hearts document he must have <laughs> <laughs> it must be the longest book ever written <laughs>
0: it's like the winchester house it's growing well, every day honestly so. we
1: have no predictions to where he's going but yeah, that was that was Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, oh, complete. You, you got me this once. So I can't imagine the next time you're going to get me, Dan.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if my mm. uh, if my you next could. pick is going to have as much of an impact yeah. as, as, as the meteor fall mm. of this episode, but maybe yeah, we'll see. But mm. I'm going to try to aim for that
1: in the future. Mm. But well, with that, Dan, let's end this episode. Uh, say goodbye to Midgar for now. <laughs> until we return, yeah. Where can our audience find you on social media, Dan?
0: Uh, you can follow me at King underscore Danis on Instagram, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram and Facebook pages.
1: Yeah, and you can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on the Twitter and the TikTok, or Losing My Mind JK on TikTok. I always forget it's one or the other. And if you like the sound of my voice and my recaps, you can check out Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk and recap some good bad movies. And then, if you like literature, check out "Drink and Read" the podcast where I look at Dune and I looked at Warm Peace, and maybe someday I'll look at another book. Mm-hmm. I won't read <laughs> unless <laughs> I, unless prompted to. Uh, anyways, uh, we know you're loving this next series that's coming at you today. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of love for this Instagram post from uh, people posting or and liking it. And aside from that, people like, "Oh, you actually cover that series." I got a few texts today. Oh, oh good. some people who listen. I was like, yeah, we're we're doing this series. A little Skate the Infinity, Dan. We're at part two of three. It's a very short series. Short mm-hmm. season one. I know Dan's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. We're heading back to Okinawa where Adam, you know, this strange multi camered man watching <laughs> these skates, he may just join. And uh, little ranga, <laughs> gonna,
0: ranga and Ricky. Gonna soundly defeat some kids.
1: I don't know. Maybe, Dan. Uh, I well, can only guarantee it'll be slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> what do you cherish most? Mm-hmm. Death. <laughs> I can give you that. <laughs> See you then, audience. Here at Anime Was Not A Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcast in general we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go halfies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.